This is exactly right. Murder. The mini-sode. That's Karen. That's Georgia. And this is a mini-sode. You know how mini-sodes go. Stop <laughs> playing dumb. We tell you your shit. You write it in. We read it. Yeah. Do you want me to just jump in? Get it, girl. Okay, I'm not going to read you the subject line. Okay. Hi, Karen in Georgia. I was riding my longboard around my hometown by myself. I parked my car at a skate park, which is also the beginning of a bike path, walk path that borders a river. I went down the path Sounds and into town. lovely. Yeah. This person was having a day. Yeah. Really getting out there, being in the nature, which Idyllic is very good for you. Yeah. Right? Skate park. Mm-hmm. What are you? The richest person in America? <laughs> okay. As I was making my way back to the trail, a man ran up behind me, forcing me to ride into the grass and stop. He asked me if there were any running trails around, so I told him that there was a trail up near the river. He then asked me if the trail gets more secluded. Obviously, I was very uncomfortable with this question and realized it, I did not want to talk to this guy anymore. He proceeded to walk next to me and ask me questions. He asked where I was going, and I said I was going to meet my boyfriend at the skate park not far from where we were. Parentheses. I was not meeting my boyfriend. He lived two hours away at the time. <laughs> Smart, though. Right? He gave off a major Ted Bundy vibe because mm. he was good looking and charismatic. Ugh. You could tell I was very uncomfortable not making eye contact with him and keeping my longboard in between us as a buffer. He he would periodically touch my arm when I was clearly not intrigued with what? the conversation. I managed to text my boyfriend telling him to call me. He replied with a, I'm eating dinner. I'll call you later. Oh, <laughs> no. Now he's her ex-boyfriend. Parentheses. We now have a code for when it's an emergency. <laughs> Good idea. That, that's better. That's, that's, that's better, better than when my... Yeah, you fix it. Fix it. Right, right, right. The man then asked if he could try out my longboard. I said no, and then I had to go right away. He said, if you let me try your longboard, I will leave you alone. <laughs> No, it's not a fucking deal. This should have stopped three ago, but yeah. we're getting we're going to go through the whole thing okay. and then talk about it okay. after. Um, since I really wanted to be left alone, I let him try it out. This man fake fell off the longboard, saying he hurt his knee. <gasps> I quickly picked up the board and was about to ride away when he grabs my arm and attempts to pull me down on the <gasps> ground with him. At this point, he's gripping me so hard, trying to pull me on the ground. Luckily, my many years of squats came in handy. <laughs> I eventually slipped out of his grip and he and rode off the quickest I ever have before. I consistently checked behind me to make sure he wasn't following me but he just got up and walked in the direction he came from this was by far the scariest thing ever to happen to me especially since the river was right next to this secluded trail stay sexy and do your squats so you are strong enough to escape a man's grip or just stay sweaty so you can slip out of his grip thank you so much for listening and then they put their full name madison from Binghamton, New York. Shout out. <laughs> really? <laughs> yep. Shout out in all caps. Madison. Yes. This is, these kind of stories make me crazy yeah. because the second you get the uncomfortable feeling, yep. you say no and the person continues, you fucking, you, you can say fuck you and yeah, walk away. That's right. You break that social bond of politeness, of doing what somebody else wants you to do, and you follow your own gut and get out. Yeah. And, or not being weird and just screaming, leave me alone. And they're like, you can be the weirdest fucking person. Go crazy. Yeah. And if they want to fucking use your longboard, like run. 
and leave it behind. You know, if they grab you, leave it behind. Run. You're like, and you're also, not overreacting if you're afraid. No, your you your body knows something. Your our bodies and our our reflexes know things before our yeah. minds do. Yeah. And if you're to the point where someone is bargaining with you, right. you say, "I want you to leave me alone." Fine, let me ride your longboard and then I'll leave yeah. you alone. They're not going to honor that agreement. No, it's not a so, bargain. The next person who walks by, grab them and say, "This person is harassing." Like the you need to make it fucking apparent and weird and just do whatever you need to do. Right. And it doesn't matter if it doesn't apply to the situation. We're right. not yelling at you, Madison. No. We're glad it all worked out. Yes. And you're fucking brave and you're a very brave. And you were kind of what you were doing was, oh, well, I guess this guy's weird. Yeah. Assume assume the worst about a weird person. Yeah. There's no harm in that. Nope. Especially because you were right. You it, you proved yourself right. And feel free to, if someone grabs your arm, to kick them in the face. Kick them in the face. Kick them in the nuts. Yeah. Do what it takes. Do whatever you need to do. We love you. That's our that's our prayer to you. <laughs> We're praying both hands, prayer hands up to God nuts, for you. Nuts and face. Shout out Madison of Binghamton, New York. <laughs> okay. My dad killed his great grandmother on Halloween when he was four. Okay. Oh, no. Hey, no further greeting for fear of public shaming. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, buck up. It worked. Both my parents have passed away, and the task of sorting and distributing photos to family members has fallen to me. Five years have gone by since my mother died, and I haven't made much headway. But finally this summer, I began the process only to find a treasure in the first box. I found a newspaper article from 1929 about a wrongful death lawsuit against my grandparents filed by her grandmother's estate. The headline was Court Clears Bean Shooter. The story begins on Halloween 1929 when my dad was four years old and his great grandmother was visiting the family from out of town. My dad was playing with a pea shooter referred to as a bean shooter in the article. I think everyone knows what a pea shooter is, but if not, little peas or beans are shot at objects or people. Much more fun through a straw. Uh, Much more fun (laughs) at the people. So my dad is getting crazy shooting peas all excited on Halloween. Great grandmother comes along, slips on a pea, falls down, hits her head and dies. (gasps) Oh, that he didn't kill her. That's an accident. Yeah. Well, apparently the executives of her estate felt they could sue my dad's parents for causing great grandmother's death. The amount they sued for was um, basically in today's money was $16,000. Um, doesn't seem like much for great granny's death, but maybe they didn't want to ask for too much since it was a relative. <laughs> At this point, reading the article, I started to remember my parents telling me this story, but they never wanted to talk about it much. The article says one of the children was shooting peas, but my dad's siblings were older and I guess out trick or treating because my parents said it was my dad's fault. Uh-uh. <laughs> I don't doubt this because my dad has always was always getting in trouble. Once when he was in junior high, he keyed one of his teacher's cars. <laughs> Thinking he was so clever, he scratched his initials into the car paint. <sighs> Dumb move, but especially by him as his initials were H-A-M and no one else in school had those initials. <laughs> you might think my juvenile delinquent father ended up in jail someday, but he was actually a successful salesman, married for 56 years to my mom and lived a happy life. Yeah, you get to screw up. You got to screw up. The good news is my dad's parents won the lawsuit. However, my brothers and I were never allowed to play with pea shooters. And now I know why. (laughs) 
<laughs> the only thing I've ever stolen was a pea shooter kit when I was eight years old. It's in my blood, I guess. <laughs> Thanks for your great show and all you do to boost up so many people. I anxiously await Mondays and Thursdays when your new episodes are released. Stay sexy and don't give your kids deadly pea shooters <laughs> unless you're trying to take out great granny, Susan. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so sad. A pea shooter is such a like 1938 toy. Totally. Well, this or, is 1929. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly that. It's just such a weird old fashioned pick up one thing that's laying in the kitchen pick up something that's laying on the ground here that's a toy that's a toy now make the most of it friend yeah. oh my god <laughs> and you have to eat those peas later too because it's all we have right yeah that's table. dinner yeah but also how many kids sucked backwards on pea shooters <gasps> and choked on peas all of them remember those little straws that you would put the like bubble stuff around and you could blow like plastic yes. bubbles and there was like fumes and you'd just get lightheaded from all the blowing yes and the fumes you were like making your own balloons yeah but you were definitely inhaling toxic plastics that's right for sure 1980s <laughs> i found a pinterest page <laughs> that's um because i'm doing my front page weldon's podcast mall talk uh -huh. and and i am so excited because uh, we yeah. were all about the mall and so i looked up like malls in 1983 which of uh. course br has brought me to these crazy pinterest pages where people just put up pictures of remember this remember this yes. remember this and there was stuff like that that was just like weird toys that were plastic that people probably shouldn't even be touching yeah. much less children should be playing with them dude i love it like whistles you could suck right into your esophagus <laughs> like it's hilarious okay i love it uh we'll call uh the subject of this one is little red riding ghost hi karen georgia steven and pals let's <laughs> jump right in I am an intern in an interior design firm in NYC, and a few weeks ago, we had a studio retreat that went to my boss's house in upstate New York. The house was beautiful, and it was such a nice getaway from the bustling city. When it started to get dark, we sat around his fire pit, and someone suggested that a ghost story should be told. Everyone turned to look at my boss. And as the new intern, I had not heard this ghost story and was very intrigued for him to share. Mm -hmm. So here goes. Hey, intern, I don't know if you should be telling your boss's story, yeah. <laughs> writing them into podcasts. I agree. <laughs> Is that weird? But guess what? You did it. I mean, you're not being paid. Can they fire you if you're an intern? <laughs> Let's call my boss George. It's too late now, friend. <laughs> we all know his name is Frank. We all know his name is Giorgio Armani. Um, <clears throat> let's call my boss George. George and his husband just moved into this new gorgeous uh, estate in upstate New York, and they were decorating the inside with a more colonial theme. His husband was a, at a yard sale and saw these two little wooden children's chairs that go perfectly in one of the guest rooms to hang on the wall. Yes, I know. Yes, on the wall. I know it sounds okay. weird, but I promise it looked good. <laughs> George agreed for his husband to buy them, and they hung them up on the wall with these two-inch metal hooks holding onto the back slats of the chair. One night, not long after they hung up the chairs, they heard a loud crash come from the guest room. Scared that someone broke in, they grabbed the metal door stopper to defend themselves and went to check what happened. To their surprise, both chairs were <gasps> off the wall, laying on the floor. But here's the weird part. The hooks were still on the wall. That means the chairs would have had to have been lifted up over over the hooks no. to fall down on the floor. No, I can't do this. Shrugging, you're doing it. Shrugging <laughs> it off, they put the chairs back and went to sleep. Now here's where it gets creepy. Now here's, now where, here's where it gets creepy. <laughs> okay, George. So, George. So shortly after that, George and his husband had a friend stay the night in the guest room. Nope. The next morning when they were all eating breakfast, George and his husband asked how their guests slept and he gave a weird look. He said, 
this may have been nothing. Oh, no. <laughs> but I woke up in the middle of the night to a little girl in a red dress with her hand on my chest. <laughs> This may have been nothing. This may have been nothing. I'm having a nervous breakdown. <laughs> I thought that I was dreaming, but I could actually feel the pressure of her hand. She wasn't harming me in any way, though, so I went back to sleep. Mm-hmm. In parentheses. I'm sorry, but if a little girl ghost was in my room, uh-huh. I would have gathered my things and got the hell out of yeah. there. George and his husband had not mentioned the chair incident, so this definitely raised some red flags in their mind. Not too long after that, another guest stayed in that room. Same thing happened. The next morning at breakfast, the guest mentioned that he thought he was dreaming, but he woke up in the middle of the night to a little girl in a red dress standing in the corner of his room. Can you... Fucking imagine the screaming. There's nowhere worse you can, that a ghost can stand than in a corner. In a corner. That's like there's something about a corner ghost. Do you know just... the the entire reason the Blair Witch Project yes. was as scary as it was is because of that ending where they find. Don't, the... don't tell. Well, I mean, it's Guys. been 25 years. <laughs> Watch it. It's the scariest. Standing in corners. But also just like a little child in a corner looking at you. Corners are dark. (laughs) Kids don't like corners. Mm -mm. Ghosts like corners. After that day, George and his husband have heard soft steps on the stairs and even footsteps in that room, but still have not gotten rid of the chairs because they think she is harmless and maybe protecting their house. Let's just wait and see. You're wrong, George. (laughs) But can you imagine the people who are sitting around the fire? Who has to go sleep in that room that Yeah, exactly. Night. It's like, how about you put the, those creepy chairs in your in fucking your own room, room, George and your husband? <laughs> I shared the bright idea that they they maybe should name her Scarlet. <laughs> <laughs> Stay sexy and don't buy haunted chairs from a yard sale, Morgan. Great advice, Morgan. Yep. If that's really your name. <laughs> I hope it isn't, Morgan, because you're the most fired intern in New York City. <laughs> Get ready to move back home. <laughs> If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman, on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens, and don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out, you never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye. Georgia, have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant? Like perfectly scrambled eggs? Oh my God, yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could, as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient, Made In Cookware. Made In was created to bring restaurant-quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in Made In. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of Made In products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's 
that's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill if you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom. It's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made in, made in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. There's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com slash murder. And here's the important note, that promo code is all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com slash murder. Again, don't forget the code is all lowercase. Goodbye. Okay. This is just called hometown story. Mm. Karen, Georgia, Stephen and animal friends. Mm. Have you ever Googled when is it appropriate to call the police? (laughs) We have. My husband, Brian, and I thought something was wrong with the drain in our upstairs shower. Brian tried Drano, and when that didn't work, I ordered a pack of flexible snake things to unclog it, but it also didn't work. Mm -hmm. We're becoming really frustrated, and finally, Brian went into the hall and opened the linen closet that shares the wall with our shower pipes. He removed a square piece of wood at the back of the closet that served as a barrier between our linens and the pipes in the hall. And what did we find in the wall? (gasps) All caps. What? An entire Ziploc bag of hair. What? <laughs> what? Our jaws dropped as my husband set it on the floor and we stared at it for a while <laughs> before bursting into laughter. As true murderinos do, we immediately assume that there was a body hidden in the walls of our 55-year-old house or perhaps buried somewhere in our backyard. I don't... This isn't good. <laughs> This is not good. (laughs) Anyway, we spent the night Googling things like, what do I do if I find a bag of hair in my wall? And should I call the police over a bag of hair I found? Sidebar Nation, we did find an article about a homeowner that found a bag of hair in the wall, turned it into the police, and it helped solve the murder of a man who used to own the house. Yeah. Surprise, it was his wife. (gasps) Obviously, we were teetering on the verge of fucking glory by being the key to solving a decades-old missing persons case. Yes. Before before bed, Brian and I discovered that our shower plug was half down, which is why the water wasn't draining quickly. (laughs) So yes, we're fucking dumbasses. The next morning, Brian left for work and I headed down to my home office, still totally consumed with the impending glory that surely awaited us when we solved the case. Mm. I got brave as as fuck and opened the bag of hair. No. It was a bag filled with 
my own goddamn hair extensions I had at my <laughs> in my hair at our wedding years prior. <laughs> Fucking hair extensions. My own hair extensions. <laughs> I don't recall putting those into a Ziploc bag, and we have no fucking idea how it possibly got behind this piece of wood, but I chalk it up to ghosts. Uh. (laughs) And that's the story of how my husband and I not only took three days worth of showers in standing water for no good reason, but also nearly called the police over a bag of my own hair extensions. Your podcast is awesome. I feel like I'm hanging out with friends while I binge listen without the pesky leaving the house bullshit. Mm -hmm. Stay sexy and don't call the police over a bag of your own hair, (laughs) Jenica. I'm sorry. That's, <laughs> Twist the, and that's kind of the best one that's up there. That's a top fiver. Jesus Christ. How did it get, how did her own hair get in the wall? That's so that's the weirdest part. I wonder if Is it the weirdest part? No. No, it isn't. It's I've, one of the weird parts. The weirdest part is that the thing the drain was half down. The stopper was half down. They couldn't figure that out. Yeah. Oh my fucking God. Yeah. Because I honestly was like, wait, is this a witchcraft thing? Like, yeah, putting I thought hair so in walls. And then having the balls to open the fucking bag of hair. Wh- which I would be like, there's no way that's not filled with terrible things. Yeah, I, I don't even believe in this shit and it's fucking witchy as shit. It's witchy as fuck. <laughs> Steven, will you just really quick look up hair in walls? For me, I, for immediately, I was like, that's voodoo. It's voodoo. But it's not if it's your own hair extension. <laughs> you did it, you're fucking self. I'm just trying to picture, like, I would love to see a map to see if how things slip. Because, you know, every once in a while, like, in my old bathroom, something would go behind yeah. the drawer. Yeah. And then it would be like, it would be like, I would have... Yeah, when you know open the there. door, yeah, and then you, da, 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 yeah, got it. and then you pull up and be like, "Oh my god, I got this lip liner so long yeah, ago." Maybe there were drawers below it, and it went up that way. Yeah, because she said it was a fifty-five-year-old house, so there's probably maybe a hole or like not. It's not entirely sealed. There, we solved it. I need it solved. <laughs> Or we did it. It's that's so funny. <laughs> they're they're on they're on the border. They're what were they doing? Hanging on the precipice of glory. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That's 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 what it's all about, yeah. right there. The, Send the those excitement in. of weird lost your own hair. Send them in, please. Uh, over at occult-world.com, yes. there is some some things that have to do with hair, like. You know, cutting off hair is humiliating. Sure. Hair should never be thrown out. Oh. French peasants used to bury hair, hmm. but Turks and Chileans stuff hair clippings into walls. Oh, okay. So it doesn't say, it's not saying how, like what, what the means. purpose is, but it, it just depends on the culture. Okay. But, but there is a ritual aspect related to putting the hair in the wall. We'll do it. Yeah. Maybe they're in a some kind of a, a cult or a different culture they don't even realize. Yeah. Yeah done get that dna test <laughs> and find out you're 100 percent that bitch that puts her own hair <laughs> extensions into walls yeah okay uh i won't read you the subject okay. line of this hi friends hi i live in vancouver british columbia canada i put canada in uh <laughs> and a couple years ago some shit went down in a local mcdonald's parking lot police were called to the scene where a man armed with a knife seemed to have set his car on fire shots were fired when the dude wouldn't calm down and he was taken to the hospital 
parentheses, I think he lived. Oh, my God. Thanks so much. Uh, While the cops were attempting to gather evidence, a crow was sitting on the roof of the burning car. And soon thereafter, said crow swooped down and grabbed the knife, which was now on the ground, that the suspect had been armed with. A chase ensued. No. And ultimately, the crow dropped it and flew off. Crow? The cops soon realized this particular crow was a local celebrity. He had a band around his leg for identification purposes. His name was Canuck, and he loves fucking around with people's things. <laughs> he has been seen... I love crows so <laughs> They're much. They're amazing. Yeah. He has been seen riding the transit system, entering businesses, <gasps> oh taking people's keys and cigarettes. Yes. As of a few weeks ago, Canuck has been recorded reported missing, and there's a $10,000 reward being offered for his safe return. Oh. Yes, seriously. Only in Canada? Anyway, love you all. Stay sexy and don't let don't let birds brandish weapons. <laughs> Alana. <laughs> I'm moving Canada. And she included a picture of Canuck with the knife. Oh. Isn't that amazing? You know Elvis reminds me of a crow sometimes. Oh, yeah. He's just like always up to shenanigans and mm-hmm. shit. Oh, there's a oh my god, there's a photo of Is a that, oh, geez. crow with a fucking knife. Oh my that's that's that crow is threatening us. Yeah. Look at Canuck. Like, yeah, yeah you want a piece of this shit, I McDonald's? Love him. He's, He's like, I'll best. trade you for a fucking quarter pounder. He's like, look, it's shiny. If you don't want your shiny <laughs> shit stolen, don't put it yeah. around. I like the idea, though, that he was waiting on the roof of a burning oh, car. Oh, that's the most beautiful image I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Hell crow. I love him. Okay, this one's called, this one's lighthearted. What were her parents thinking? Mm. (laughs) Hello, all. This story has nothing to do with murder, but everything to do with Halloween. I think about this more often than a sane person should, and I wish I could go back in time and figure out what the, who the fuck okayed this costume. (laughs) From 1996 to 1999, my dad was stationed at the Pentagon, so my family lived on a military base on the Potomac River. For Halloween of 1998, my friend Katie and I decided to go trick-or-treating together. We were in second grades uh, at the time, so between seven and eight years old. Mm-hmm. I went as a genie, and Katie was, you guessed it, Monica Lewinsky. <gasps> seven or eight years oh, old. no! Yep, that's correct. Right in the middle of Clinton's impeachment, my friend dressed as the lady at the center of it all. I remember her costume vividly. <gasps> Katie had a notepad, a beret, and a blue dress complete with the stain. No! Yes, the infamous stain. <laughs> Oh my God. Being a child, I had absolutely no clue as to who Monica Lewinsky exactly was. I just recognized the name since it was on the news a lot. I don't know if Katie knew the details. I hope she didn't. But I assume she recognized the name like me and her parents thought it would be a hilarious costume. Mm-hmm. Living on a military base, most families tended to be a bit conservative. So I'm sure her parents were not Clinton fans and chose their innocent daughter as a means to make fun of the scandal. Cool. Recently, I um, brought this costume up to my mom just to make sure I hadn't made it up in some sort of <laughs> fever dream. But nope, she confirmed it and told me that she was horrified. Yeah. Me too, mom. Me too. <laughs> I lost touch with Katie after my dad retired and we moved to Seattle, but I wish I still could find her and ask her about this costume. It haunts me every Halloween. <laughs> Sorry about the lack of murder. Sadly, my life is free of any violent crimes or attempts, attempts at my life. And then it said, please read sarcasm in this. Yes. But my parents 
parents are on the Joshua Tree search and rescue team. So let me know if you want any crazy stories from that. <gasps> Whoa. Stay sexy, but wear age appropriate costumes. Mm-hmm. Tori. I feel like um, every costume idea that took place mm-hmm. between the beginning of Halloween and probably 2011 mm-hmm. should be erased from history. <laughs> like, because I was Christina Aguilera, somebody was going to tell a fucking blackface story oh, or some oh kind of no. horrible. Like, I, I, I have a friend who I love and is a beautiful person who went as Oprah one year and he was a white boy. You can't do that. No, no. That's crazy. It's just an intense, insensitive, shitty yeah. fucking. Uh, so is this one. Yes, but this one is there's a creepy element yeah. to it that's like the, y- the innocence of your daughter who has n- it's not her costume. No. It's you're you're a puppet of your parents. It's like when people dress their babies up as like random shit. Yeah. Or like in LA when people like put like cool concert t-shirts on their yeah. toddlers where it's like leave it alone <laughs> let them find their own music it, it what if it just likes the wiggles like sorry <laughs> your baby listen to the ramones it, it doesn't want to be cool well, so there's a baby cover band of the ramones yeah then we and don't want even to then it. <laughs> no um send us your stories you guys it's almost halloween this is it's getting intense yeah it really um, we these were all amazing yeah. um everyone is doing a great job thank you congratulations you guys Congratulations and spooky Halloween, everybody. Spooky Halloween. (laughs) Spooky Halloween. (laughs) So stay sexy. (laughs) Don't get murdered. Got my line. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye. Elvis, you want a cookie? (laughs) Good boy.